Hello and welcome to part two of the May 8th Double Fat <laughs> episode of the ETC Podcast. My name is Casey Lee and sitting next to me as always is... Aaron Zanaka. We haven't left our seats. We're just, no. We just continued recording from the last yeah. thing. Although it may seem to you that we've departed. Like when we take our breaks. Yeah. We don't have to take a break. We just <laughs> we don't we just, go anywhere. We just say we take a break and we go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, May eighth. Still, we still got a lot of news. <laughs> nothing. That's, nothing crazy. Yeah. But the thing I want to set up for people is that this this episode has been the biggest one I've been waiting for because we finally get to play an M Griner yes. song. M Griner was the sweetest in getting back to us. She let us. She owns a record label and she has the rights to our music. So she let us. She's Great artist. Play a song. We might even be able to get her in an interview, which would be unbelievable. Um, so that's coming up later on in the program. That sounded so professional, <laughs> yeah. right? That's coming up later in the program. Please stay but tuned. before we get on to that, we got a lot of news to get through. Continued from the last yeah. bit. Criterion Collection. Yes. The most pretentious... Overpriced. Overpriced. Awesome stuff. Awesome DVDs you can buy. I I'm so conflicted because no wait wait you're not are you gonna are you saying they're gonna start making HD stuff they are ah uh, they've announced that they've announced they're gonna enter the Blu-ray ring I don't know why I was overly excited about that yeah they're gonna enter the Blu-ray ring and um they they're gonna start off I believe with the Last Emperor is the first movie they're gonna do that nice yeah. but here's the thing I was reading on Engadget is the website that I almost get all my news from mm-hmm. so go to www.engadget.com <laughs> they uh were were saying in their little article that they've been doing this. They've been doing HD forever. Before HD was even... Made. Well, I mean, they've been doing HD transfers for other reasons, not for like home video or something like that. So they're like, we expect them to be experts at that. I don't... So. Oh, okay. What? what? I don't know, for the theater or something? I don't right. know. They've been doing HD transfers apparently for a long time. But I, I never understood. Like, who, Is this a company or are these people or something? What is Criterion's it? a company. Oh, it's a company. Yeah. Okay. I thought they just randomly called like, really cool box, like sets just... Criteria. Well, Criterion apparently... It means something out like the the word itself. Yeah, because it's like a category. If you go to like Amazon or something, it's like yeah. a category of DVDs. Well, that's just because they're a company that has this huge collection of DVDs, and they know Amazon knows that DVD collectors want to go to the Criterion section, <laughs> right? Um, for those who don't know, Criterion again, they release really, yeah, I'm gonna, they're, they're pretentious films. They're very, they're very much so, well, except for except for Armageddon and The Rock. <laughs> yeah. But they're they're very like artsy artsy films. They're very no, like well, film schooly films. No, because it, that's not generally true. Because like tra- traffic was, I guess, eh? and Royal Tenenbaums, Royal Tenenbaums. But I guess here's the thing: though. when 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 the Criterion Collection started coming out with those movies, yeah, uh, all the Criterion fans started getting very like, I can't believe they released this on blah blah blah. I don't know like, who these people are. Yeah, I don't know because <laughs> they, they they released all these like Criterion. So there's actually people who were like they were fans of, of not they're yeah. not only DVD. Collector fans, but they were a subset of, of, of a subset yeah, yeah. of the sub geek of of that. Yeah, exactly. That's that's interesting. I, I didn't know that. That's, you didn't know. That's yeah. sad. They, I, I was going on the forums. I'd be like, I can't believe uh, Criterion would stoop the level to release that's, Armageddon on, okay. on the DVD. Yeah, they they. But that's not the. I thought the whole point was just really high quality like sets, which with extra material. Well, that's, that's one. That's one part of it. Is is really high quality transfers yeah. of these movies. The other part of it is restoring uh, films that are hard to get a hold of. Yeah, because all like the... Really uh, cla- like, really classic films yeah, that are yeah. amazing. Well, like, all those... All the... the uh, you know those Japanese samurai films? Like yeah, Kur- Kurosawa, Kurosawa films. Kurosawa yeah. films? Like, there's, there's, there's a name drop at a cocktail there's party. A name, yeah, exactly. Kurosawa. No, but those are all in the criteria. No, I know what you're saying, yeah. but I mean, like... The, the sets that I'm really... Like, the fear and loathing, like set that i have yeah. it's great because i mean it's, it's a movie then you get an extra disc of other stuff and then you have some like artwork and stuff and some interviews with uh 
what's his name really crazy dude that wrote i'll be honest for some reason right there and loathing for like five minutes i completely tuned out what i completely i completely forgot you were talking about fear and loathing in las vegas <laughs> and when you started asking me like what director i'm like I don't know what movie he's talking about. <laughs> I have no idea. That's great. Fear and Loathing. Fear and Loathing. Uh, no, not not the director. The, the direct, writer. The director was really. It was uh, the director was uh, a really big one. Ridley <laughs> Scott. No, Oliver no. Stone. Was it Oliver Stone? No. I, was I, it really? I don't know. But are you talking about the writer? The writer, the crazy Hunter guy. Hunter S. Thompson? Uh, that guy. Yeah, 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 that guy. He's kind of messed up. Um, there's like, there's some like, some like writing or some poetry by him in like, included in the, that set. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, it goes beyond like the, the Just movie. the transfer, yeah, anyway, yeah. Because I mean, uh, it's it's kind of like people always wonder why you, you collect DVDs, but it's not just anything. Like you collect DVDs for stuff like that because yeah, it's more yeah. it's more than that. Like, you know, the same reason why do people collect records or yeah, why do yeah. people collect, you know, books, certain books and stuff because it's more to it than just like the, the movie that's on it, right? Just like a record's more than just music on it. I don't, I don't know. I don't collect records, but <laughs> yes, yeah. No, it's true. It's true. I mean, records, Cri- al- records also sound better. Yeah, uh, but, Criterion yeah. has very much been in the business of making it a collector's thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, and exactly. but yeah, again, one of the biggest things. So, like when I was in film school, my teacher like would, would always rave about how they were. Now, mind you, this guy was probably the most pretentious guy. <laughs> well, he's, he'll, he's, he'll remain nameless. He's teaching at film <laughs> school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, no, but a, a lot of my teachers at film school were not pretentious at all. Okay, they were okay. very cool and very like down to earth. Yeah. Like, this guy was like very, he was very like educated in, in the yeah. film studies area. So, but he would always talk about how it was so amazing how they restored this film because it was like, you know, like it's hard for them to find these reels of old films and actually get them to a state where you can like actually view yeah, them. Yeah, they, probably, they have to do a lot of work on them. Yeah, that's the thing. So again, Criterion Collection uh, yep. is coming to Blu-ray, uh, the greatest format <laughs> going right now. So I'm sure uh, lovers will rejoice. I don't know why <laughs> yeah. I said lovers. <laughs> yeah. The DB9. Sick car. Were the, they coming with a new one? Uh, kind of. Oh, okay. The, the Aston Martin DB9 is, in my opinion, the most gorgeous car on the road today. Yeah. Well, Aston Martin in general, just really good. Really yeah. nice cars. And I, I feel we've been lacking a little bit in our car news. A little bit, Because yeah. you know what? You know what our car news can kind of consist of? Man, that car is nice. Okay, move on. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Aston Martin has released a new facelift to DB9. Mm-hmm. That looks exactly the same. <laughs> well, whatever. You, you know what I have? Whatever. You know, I, they didn't change. You know what, have, you know what, have, you know what I have a feeling is going to happen? Aston Martin's going to become the new Porsche. They're not going to redesign the car for like hundreds of years. That's okay. Yeah, it That's is okay. fine. I think they're, uh, I was reading TopGear.com and apparently they removed like one because you know how they have that grill with like like seven or eight bars going across it. Yeah, they, they removed one of those. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe that. That's yeah. like I can't even recognize the car. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So the new Aston Martin DB9. Check that Do out. Do they have? Are they doing like a new like DBS or anything? Or because honestly, like I I like I like Aston Martin, but I love like their crazy models. The DBS. DBS, or DBS the, is so. Or nice. the Van, the Vantage, the V8 Vantage. For our less car knowledge, if you will watch Casino Royale, that's yeah. that's the DBS. That's, that's the, the most car gorgeous car. Too bad they, they, they just ruined it. In the oh, movie, it's so nice, that car. <laughs> um, no, that's the only one they have kind of scheduled right now. They have another four-door actually planned. It's called the 2010. It's Meh. The, the Rapide. Meh. Yeah, I no, know. Like, who I, yeah. cares about that? It's like it's like when Porsche released the Cayenne. It's kind of stupid. Does no, but it's even worse because like the Cayenne, I can. It's not even because like, the Cayenne's the most powerful Porsche <laughs> yeah, on the road right now, yeah. which is so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the new Aston Martin DB9. Check that out. Um, I want people to email us and kind of let us know what they want to hear. Like, 
Do you guys want to hear car news? Do you not want to hear car news? Because yeah. the car, the car thing seems to be the one thing that people kind of disagree on. Like everyone kind of wants to hear about movies. Everyone. Wants well, I mean, if we had the audience, like we that's decide we talk about it more if like we had the audience. Yeah. But if not, then we- yeah. So email us podcast.etc at gmail.com or post on our comment section the etc podcast.blogspot.com. Yeah. I'm doing really well on these addresses today. Good, good job. Good job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so Nintendo Wii's are finally starting to show up again. Yeah, Nintendo yeah. didn't didn't like they they somebody decided they didn't want to get screwed over. I guess they <laughs> they actually wanted to make more. I don't yeah, know. yeah. So you know my theory on that. So I went to Best Buy and Walmart and all this jazz, and yeah, Nintendo Wii's are starting to show up. So if you haven't bought your Wii yet, <laughs> go go get it. Yeah. I saw like seven at Best Buy the other day. I saw like ten at Walmart. Like they're popping up now. No one wants them. They're no like, one. Yeah. They're like everywhere. They're tired of it. This yeah. is what Nintendo was afraid of. Yeah, they're okay. like if we make more, they're not going to buy them. Yeah, and more on the kind of uh, more on the kind of video game front. PS3 apparently now is starting to outsell Xbox in Europe. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Okay. Do you, do you know? And apparently, there's some place selling the HD DVD drive for like, like nine bucks or something. Probably. Like that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> um, a little bit more on the HD front, actually. Paramount um, was the last company to kind of announce their Blu-ray Blu-ray slate. That's odd. I, I thought it'd be Universal, I, but. No, yeah. Well, here's the funny thing, right? Because Paramount was was originally dual format. They were yeah. both HD DVD and and Blu-ray, and then they pulled out well, right, right before Transformers came out. Yeah, which pissed me off so bad. It's, it, this whole thing is stupid because it's like it's. I think it might be the first thing in history where the first technology. No, I can't. I won't even say that because this happens all the time, really. But for one of the first things that I've like, or really big things, where it's not on the merit of the technology no it's on the merit of like kind of like the the backing or the reputation the marketing yeah yeah well because this is one of the rare but i can't say that that's the first time it's happened i just can't think of another example, this is one of the but well maybe in our generation this is one of the rare wars though where both formats were essentially identical they're the same thing i mean right? like it's, 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 it's digital you can't di- you can't dissect it really like beta and vhs there were clear differences no that, right? and, and beta and vhs people think it's like oh it's the same thing it's totally not no the same it's thing. completely different because beta and vhs that was actually a technical difference and the technical difference there actually won out yeah that's what VHS, like, it wasn't that it was better. It was just cheaper yeah, exactly. and more distributable. Yeah, exactly. Right? So that was an actual technical difference. But Blu-ray, HD, DVD, there's no technical difference. It was basically no, like... No, it was exactly same Blu-ray was like, I have more friends than you. Yeah. So screw you. Yeah. We're going to take over the market exactly. and you can go cry in a corner. Exactly. <laughs> um, so Paramount... So when, when Blu-ray won the war, right... Um, companies slowly started announcing their Blu-ray slates. And Universal yeah. was one the second last one to announce a Blu-ray slate. Yeah. Uh, they actually... Yeah, I had it on my list of news, but but it's kind of <laughs> old news now. But Paramount is finally back, and they've announced their schedule and with two really good movies. Yeah. Coming out June 3rd on Blu-ray is Cloverfield, nice. and There Will Be Blood. So yeah. two awesome movies nice. coming out to start off the Blu-ray. Although, I, don't, although, I don't know, Cloverfield's not really an HD like. It is, though, movie. the thing. like Here's the thing that people, I think, don't realize, is that any movie in like that's shot on 35mm film, which is almost all of Hollywood... Or shot on HD video, yeah, will look better no, in HD than the standard. Depth, no, right? I understand that, but I'm just saying, like, it's it's not, it's not a technical it's not a showcase. movie that yeah. I I really I wouldn't care either way. Probably no, no. if it was like sad, it's like it's like any romantic comedy. I don't give a crap. But it'll still look amazing. It, like it, Dan, it will. Dan, I just yeah. watched Dan in real life on Blu-ray, which yeah. is probably the plainest movie of all time. Yeah, it's an amazing movie. Don't get me wrong, I, yeah. lo- I love that movie to death. Uh, but it looked really good in HD. That's that's true. If anything, it'll be a really good showcase of HD sound. Yeah, you know what I think the next big big one will be is uh, Speed Racer yeah. because this movie looks absolutely it's technically ridiculous. After, after our my fifty fifty on it last podcast yeah. episode, yeah, it's been getting amazing it's, reviews. It's just like it's like it's like it's just like a 
eye it's like, candy. It's like a sensory explosion. Yeah, it's supposed to be really, really good. It's like, I mean, I don't really know about the movie, reviews. but it looks it looks like a like a you know decent. It's movie. been getting pretty damn good movie uh, reviews. Yeah, but it just looks like a. Uh, it's like there's so much like visual and like sound like experience in it that yeah. it's like I think that'll be the next big HD video release because I can't really think of anything, anything else in the past. Yeah, it's it's weird like. The only thing that would be huge on Blu-ray, but it's already been rele- released on HD DVD, is like Matrix, right? Yeah, because I mean, like it's like you know, like okay, Iron Man and stuff like that would probably be good, but but you've seen that before. we've seen. There's so many movies like that. Yeah, exactly. But Speed Racer is one of those like really rare movies where, where the visual style is completely different. It's completely so, different. Yeah. It's like in HD is even going to be even more ridiculous. Yeah, you exactly. Because so, yeah. one of the big things I find that uh, people don't give enough credit to HD, besides because everyone's always concentrating on the resolution of HD. Yeah. But the, one of the biggest things that's really nice about HD is the color space is so yeah, much it's bigger. Right? It's overall better. I mean, it's yeah, not just it's just so much more vibrant. Everything's so much cleaner, right? And it's just it's really nice. Yeah. So, <laughs> go buy a Blu-ray player. Yeah. <laughs> or go buy a really cheap HD DVD player. Okay, the moment I've been waiting for. Yes. Yeah. So a couple of weeks back when we started this podcast, we decided to email out artists. And for those of the listeners who who know, we've been emailing the stars, we emailed Gilmots, the Frames, all these artists. And probably the biggest artist to get back to us was M. Griner. And she got back to us right away. And she was like, totally cool. Like, I, I love her email because, like, you know how Jack Black always short forms, like, like in his song FHG, he uses the word, like, position instead of position. Like, I always found that short form really funny. So... So I, I told M. Griner to write us kind of a semi-official <laughs> statement to give us permission to play our songs. And her email's like, I, uh, I give you guys permission to play these songs. So very cool girl. Yeah. Uh, again, hopefully we'll, get, we'll be able to get her in for an interview. Like, she just seems totally cool. Yeah. She's done an amazing amount of stuff. Like, yeah, definitely check out her blog. and Yeah, check out her website. She's, yeah. that's, like, she recently acted in a film with Joshua Jackson. Um, you know, she's been touring, uh, doing a lot of shows. She, did, she she's part of the Cake Sale, which is a huge yeah. thing. With it's all what, my favorite artists. She's, right? like one of the, she's one of those people where you... You like you don't know she's 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 doing all this much, yeah. and then as soon as you like look look at any information about yeah. it, you're like oh, I, I can't believe that it's like that's that's awesome. You know? I know so. it's just like she does all this, and I, like like I just read her latest blog entry. She's she's starting up a novel or something. Yeah. Just just super multi talented, and all this from a girl from Sarnia, yeah. which gives <laughs> which gives us guys from Pembroke a, 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 a hope or a singing chance or something. Like yeah, that. I don't know. Okay, and she she gave us permission to play some of her songs, and I've been so conflicted about what song to play, and um. I think, I think I'm gonna go with <laughs> "Girls of Murder." Okay, you just I, decided. It, you just decided. I just now. decided right now. Yeah, we'll okay. we'll play the other song some other episode. So this is M. Griner. Uh, this is from her latest album, "Summer of High Hopes." This yeah. is called. This is the opening track, which is just awesome. This is called "Girls of Murder."
That was the uber-talented M. <laughs> Griner um, from Sarnia, Ontario, yeah. singing Girls Are a Murder. And I think I messed up the name of that song when I introduced it. Album. That, that, or, no, the album oh. I got right. Summer of oh, High yeah, Hopes. Yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. I said Girls Are a Murder, but that's Girls Are a Murder. I love the chorus of that song. Yeah. The, uh, the lyrics are just really cool. Again, thanks huge to M. Griner. Again, just like Evan McHugh, you don't know what you have done for <laughs> us by letting us play your music. That's really great. And hopefully, you know, if, if she's not too afraid of two random guys recording <laughs> in their apartment. Maybe we can get an interview with her. I got to say, people should definitely check out her cover album. Yes. Girl versions. Girl versions. Awesome. You want to talk a little bit about it? Uh, if you want to. <laughs> no, if you... you it's, it's tell, them cool. what, tell, them well, what, they, tell them what girl versions is. It's, uh, it's basically, she does her own kind of, you know, versions of these, uh, covers of these songs of, I guess, different various artists. Uh, a lot of them are just kind of like really classic, you know, rock songs. Which so. is really crazy because she does them really piano. Yeah, well, because, okay, so one of the covers she does is uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Crazy, crazy Train. Crazy Train. Yeah, you know? when me and Aaron saw M. Griner for the first time, we saw her opening for Josh Ritter. Yeah. She played Crazy Train yeah. and it was probably the coolest version i've ever it's, heard it's like it's, it's you know so far away from the original version but it's just like yeah. it's awesome right i love her take on that and uh what else is on there there's a deaf leopard song yeah yeah you there's, know, there's uh, song two by blur there's song two but there's some other really cool stuff on it too there's like uh big bang baby there, pilots. yeah there's a thrush hermit song i don't there, know who thrush hermit is but uh you know joel plaskett ish yeah yeah he that was like the, his band he was first first okay, in like okay, cool. in the 90s or whatever yeah. so and that song on there i always really like that song like you know, whenever it was, it was just them. But then, like, I heard that, and like, this is a really cool version. Yeah, of yeah. That, so it's good. Yeah, I love, I love her recorded. Stuff. Like, I love girl versions, and I, I love, I love the new album a lot. Um, what was really amazing though was seeing her play solo acoustic and solo with her piano. Yeah, was, like yeah. she played with a loop pedal, and just <laughs> it was her voice was amazing. Convinced you to get a loop pedal, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, it convinced me to get a loop pedal. Yeah, uh, I haven't used it that much yet, but yeah, definitely amazing artist. Check her out. She's playing uh, in Collingwood, Ontario, on June fourteenth. And she's also playing at the Black Sheep Inn uh, in Wakefield, Quebec, June 27th. How does she go to these places? Like all these like really small like I know it's towns. awesome. Like, cool. she's so big. That's cool. Like, again, like, <laughs> for those who don't know, Bono from U2 has has said that he wished he wrote Almighty <laughs> Love by M. Griner, which is like amazing. That's, that's a huge. She's compliment, affiliated yeah. with these huge artists from Ireland. Yeah. You know, like the Frames, uh, Bellex One, the Cardigan. Like she, she was in David Bowie's band. She was in David Bowie's band. Like, how <laughs> big can you get, you know? And, she, and she's doing all this really cool stuff for these. And she just seems so down to earth and really cool. And, yeah, I, I don't can't say enough about M. Griner. Yeah. And it's not just because we're saying... We're not just saying this because we want her to come on our show and, and get interviewed. <laughs> she's really that cool. Uh, so check out her music. Check out her album. We'll post, we'll post her website on our stuff. And check out those gigs. Um, yeah, so hopefully, maybe around June 27th, we might be able to convince her to get an interview. So, oh, I wanted to tell, I wanted to tell you something that you probably don't know. Did you know the band In Flight Safety? Yes. No, I knew that. I knew that. Oh. they're on her label. Oh, okay. She signed them, which okay. proves again <laughs> how crazy she is. Because In Flight Safety, I was going to mention it to you that the other day. Yeah, and, like you know. really awesome band that me and you have been listening to for a really long time. Yeah, and then you know who knew that M. Griner was the one who signed them? Yeah, all these know? connections. It's, yeah, it's just, awesome. Just crazy. <laughs> Okay, so cool. Yeah. That was M. Griner. <laughs> yes. Check out our website. Uh, check out all that stuff, and uh, we will move on. Okay, so Aaron. Yeah. Do you have a second random fact? I think of the I day? think I can't talk because the, the, uh, that was actually a random fact the last. In part one, that was actually yeah. a random fact because all I got now is uh, 
Did you know that like the price of rice apparently is skyrocketing? Yes, it's like ridiculous, and it's, like there's people hoarding again, rice. Again, see, this is unfortunate because you're reverting back to news again. Yeah, I know, but then I wanted to mention this. I might as well mention this now. So it's like the price of of rice and apparently food in general. Uh, so it's just going way up there, and apparently they're putting a limit in some places. Yeah, on no, how much there's, rice a, can there's, a, there's a what's it called a ration. Yeah, the so rationing I, out rice. I can yeah. just see these people, these Asian people, yeah, <laughs> Chinese people hoarding like like opening. Well, my parents, op- my parents being Asian, yeah, we, it's so I, funny. My parents, <laughs> like, we went to Toronto recently, and we yeah. went to like, you know, TNT Superstore, kind of. It's this huge Asian supermarket, yeah. and and. Everywhere my parents yeah. go, right? They just keep buying up the rice. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm joking here, but I can just picture, you know, like somebody's basement. You yeah. just open it, open up, and it's just like... Stacked, you hoard the you know, rice. You yeah, the rice, yeah. and it's illegal. It's almost, it's like, almost like... We gotta hide it from the cops. It's almost know? like the sponge in, in Seinfeld. Yeah. Like, there's just... Yeah. One of your closest <laughs> friends just has a secret hoard. Yeah. A secret stuff. Like, I was, I was thinking, like, you know... It's like, I want, you know, if I want to make some quick cash, you know, it's like, you know, a drug dealer, that's, that's bad and everything, you know, so let's not do <laughs> so that. But like, I'm going to become a rice dealer. Yeah, is, yeah. I can see a money making situation. I don't, I don't know how high the demand will get. Like, not as much as, like, rice, no, rice, rice for one is not nearly as addictive as drugs. Yeah, no, but, well, that's what you would think. But have you seen, like, how many, have you been I've eaten rice all my life and it's not nearly as addictive. Well, well I've never done drugs, but. <laughs> you know, but you wouldn't stop eating rice. Good point. Yeah. Touche, yeah. Mr. Sedanker. <laughs> All right. So if you have thoughts on rice, email us at podcast.ecc at gmail.com. It's, it's get, get it while you can. Yeah. Okay. You, because a year or two from now, you might be having to kill your neighbor for some rice. Exactly. Yeah. Or or post your comments at the ETC blog, uh, etcpodcast.blogspot.com. Okay. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back in a couple of seconds. Okay, and we're back. Uh, okay, okay. So this is episode six. I, I'm going to call it six. Okay, whatever. I'm okay. going to call it five part we're, two. We're very... We're but how can, it, how can it be double but, but How can it be I, double? I, fat? I, I designed the graphics for the website. So You're just too lazy. How are you going to design five part two to look gay? It looks stupid. No, but that's that's a challenge. Yo, how can it be double, I, how can sorry, it be double I, I, fat? I, I really want to apologize for my use of the word gay there. That was kind of offensive. <laughs> that was stupid. I apologize for that. How can it be double fat if you're calling it five and six? Because then it's just another episode. Right, but the true fans will know. But, yeah. No, what, what they'll see is they'll see the same date. Y- yeah. Let's go with that. Welcome to the ETC Podcast. Yeah. My name is Casey Lee, and that's Aaron Sedanker sitting next to me. I want to talk about censorship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Um, so have you ever seen, have you seen this, um, this pregnancy test uh, commercial on, on, on the TV, on the TV, on, on this television thing <laughs> they call, um, where they have this pregnancy test and they're, they're going over it like it's a huge technology thing. It's like black background or like, and there's like a really deep voice guy. It's like, yeah, uh, New technology, pregnancy test, blah, blah, this and that, blah, blah. And the commercial ends with, it's the greatest piece of technology you'll ever pee on. I was about to say that. I was yeah, about, yeah. I was about to say. That's well, a pretty funny great. commercial, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Have okay. you seen that commercial? No. Oh, you haven't seen it? No. Oh, it was hilarious because the guy's voice is like so, like, it's so great. And it's like, you know, they're going over the pregnancy test. And the end, again, the ending is so funny because it's like, it's the greatest piece of technology you'll ever pee on, right? Yeah. They censored that commercial. Yeah. And now it's... Okay, and if you haven't seen the original commercial, it doesn't really make too much sense. I guess, well, you figured it out. Because the, <laughs> ending, the ending now is, it's the greatest piece of technology you'll ever, you know, and it stops. Oh, great. And that's, I don't know, man. How can you censor that? That's, 
that's what you do with it. Do you think it got censored or? I think so. I, I don't see other, any other reason. I wouldn't doubt it. Did you hear of a? Do you remember? And actually, this is actually a decent commercial before it got like, you know, cut up and whatever. Right. But do you remember the commercial where it was like I don't know, it was a car commercial. It was like a Hyundai or a Kia or something gets pulled over and then like by a like a really hot cop. It's like a hot female cop. And then what the hell happened? I think I have a vague recollection of what you're talking about. And I can't then remember what happened. It was though. like a, it was like, or maybe it was even a car. I don't know. I think it was a car commercial. It was a hot hot cop, and I guess because they're trying to make the car look good, she just like I don't know made out with the guy or something instead. Like okay. I don't know something something to that effect. Like a band? What? Like a band or censored? No, and apparently so. Like apparently I don't know who compl- somebody complained. I think it was like some sort of like I think it had something to do with like a police union or something. Saying how like that it portrays cops poorly, or yeah, uh, or something. That's I don't weird. Know. Or they're like, there aren't any hot cops. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, if anything, I mean, cops look good, right? I'm sure there are a lot of nice looking officers out there. Yeah, but um, uh, and so it got changed, and then eventually it was like, uh, it, it got changed into just a really stupid commercial. That it, this is the thing; it didn't even make any sense anymore. After that, the fact, because right? all After they the did, it, yeah. all they did was like. It, it, like it was a car that got pulled over and then that's it and then something else happened and it, it didn't even make any sense anymore yeah so that's like so that's so I stupid I, I really hate when they like i don't know maybe i can kind of understand where that censorship's coming from but uh, i don't know i just think people are getting way too sensitive like like that's know. the whole funny part about that commercial is it's, it's the greatest piece of technology you'll ever pee on yeah. that, that's so funny right and i laughed and i, I thought well, like, no, but and, I, s- and i really respect good commercials like yeah. that right I'm, I'm one i like commercials i, I mean <laughs> I, I i mean i'd rather watch lost uninterrupted no there's some really good commercials. But i like commercials, there's right? like the majority of commercials are absolute crap yeah but there are some really good ones yeah. so. and but here's the other thing you know how family guy gets censored on tv with the beep the beep like you know, you beep okay. and yeah. like they beep, they beep out like profanity, right? Yeah, I almost find that funnier because <laughs> when you buy it on DVD, it's not beeped out anymore. They actually swear. No, oh yeah, this is okay. Yeah, yeah like you continue like, on this because I have like something. Yeah. yeah, I almost find it like because there, there's there's one uh, episode in Family Guy when the guy's driving the SUV and he's yeah. watching uh, <laughs> he's watching um, Madagascar on his like SUV TV, right? And they're talking about like jerks and SUVs, like. Those animals are so effing funny, blah, 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 this yeah. and that, right? And they beep it out in, in the show, and I think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But then when I got the DVD and you actually hear the swearing, it's yeah. almost like it's less funny. This is funny because uh, Arrested Development, Yeah, I love this show, but on the DVDs, they kept the beeping. Oh, did they? they see? Kept, I, I think it's funnier. It's so funny. No, and, and some of the stuff that they beeped out, yeah. it they weren't really that bad. Of, like they, I think some, they didn't even beep out just like the really bad swear words. Right. They just sometimes they just beeped it out because it was like funny to beep it out. Yeah, yeah. So they left it on the DVD. Yeah. And it was hilarious. But then they used this to their advantage because at some point they didn't beep it out. Yeah. And it was... And then they missed it. It was kind of like... Was it a joke on how... Yeah, it was a joke. Beep? And then I think it was like... I think it was kind of like people... They were kind of looking around. Yeah, yeah. Like in the show. Yeah. They were like... They were like, where's the beep or whatever. It was yeah. kind of... Like, I, I don't know. But yeah, it was... But that was probably more or less used as a tool. Like, actually, probably... Yeah. The writers probably wanted the beep in there, right? Yeah. Whereas I think Family Guy, they didn't want it. And then Fox... Like, they had censored for, for TV, right? Yeah. But... I don't know. The beep has become such a part of the, our <laughs> culture. I find that it's really funny to hear it. You know, no, like, because there's, there's like have you, have you watched much Arrested Development? No, I haven't. There's, it's it's brilliant, but you should watch it. And because the beep, the beeping gets pretty ridicu- ridiculous because one of the characters and one of the brothers, sometimes he it'll be like a perfectly normal conversation. They're joking around. It's like lighthearted, and then one of the brothers goes totally off the other end, and it's basically like. Beep, 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 <laughs> yeah. beep, beep, beep. 
and you don't hear him saying anything other than just a beep. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. it's just silence and everyone else just like, you know, looking at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think it's hilarious because it wouldn't be it wouldn't be that funny. It wouldn't be that funny if you heard it, all the swears, right? Oh no, yeah, 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 yeah. That's so. the thing, right? So it's, it's kind of like it's it's kind of weird how because uh, then you yeah. also put into your own you you fill in the blanks. Yeah, you use your own well, dirty mind. But to, I think the reason it's so funny it's because it's so ridiculous how the beep. Because the beep is so ridiculous. <laughs> if all you hear is this beep for a yeah. really long time, but that's why it's really funny, yeah. right? I just I don't know this whole censorship thing and and the way it's going. Like I'm, I'm surprised. Like the reason I'm I love Family Guy still is because they can get away with so much still. Oh, and people well, don't censor them, right? It's, I think it's it. This has always been an issue. I think. Yeah. Well, I think you know Family Guy. Maybe they wouldn't. They couldn't have that show like ten years ago. Maybe probably. Yeah. But. Okay. Speaking of that, on on Sunday night, did you see Sunday's episode? No. Um. There was a joke in there that I actually I, I laughed like crazy, but at the same time I was thinking like, "Wow, that's bad." Because no, that's not I, the first I, time. I usually don't do that. No, it's not the first time. We're the, we're the, but, we're, but me and you were usually not that offended by stuff like that, right? We take everything with a grain of salt. Well, blah, 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 there was that. that. What was that one episode right after the writer during the writer strike? And I still I still am trying to figure out how Fox. Well, they're Fox and they're they're evil bastards. But I'm still trying to figure out how they managed to get episodes on during the writer strike. Right. I, I going back to my theory how some random they probably just got some this machine to do it that spits <laughs> yeah, out random yeah, yeah, yeah. no but the the one episode the very first episode that wasn't fully written by writers or whatever yeah there was some it was remember so they pretty, went to Mexico or whatever there's some really yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some I forget what it was exactly there's some really bad Mex like joke about Mexicans <laughs> and like murder yeah, killing yeah. them or something I don't know but uh, you know they but family guy always family guy always has something like yeah. no but it's even worse because that episode not it wasn't just the writers Fox approved it because not only did they approve it but they helped to finish the episode somehow yeah yeah that's like crazy Fox yeah it's weird like I think that uh, for those who are kind of curious what joke I'm talking about last Sunday it, it had to, I won't say it on, I won't say what it is because I won't want to ruin it for everyone. But it it had to do with Michael J. Fox, and you'll, oh, you'll figure okay. it out from there. It, it was pretty funny. It was really That's bad. It was really funny. <laughs> um, and speaking of Fox and Fox News and everything like that, you know how like Simpsons and Family Guy always makes fun of Fox News and stuff like that. Yeah. Have you ever actually watched Fox News? Um, it's, yes. It's so funny how it, bad it can it be. Is, it, it is. Can, yeah. Like, I remember there was one newscast they were watching about a drug bust. Yeah. And and the the newscaster was like. Um, the newscaster was on, on air and saying like, okay, the cops busted this, blah, 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 this and that. And they're like, but it's it's not just up to the cops. If you see a robber, you go ahead and you beat them down. Like, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> Fox News, some, sometimes it's absolutely off the wall. I don't know what drugs or mind control they're on. But there's, I don't know if you're, like, I'll try to keep this short, but I don't know. I, I, I think I posted this on my Facebook or something sometime. But it was, there was a fire in California. This was on The Daily Show, okay? Yeah. And it was a segment on The Daily Show. Uh, John Stewart is awesome. But uh, there was a, you know, like they, California had some wildfires like last year or something or the year before. Not right. not that long ago, right? right. So there's wildfires and, you know, all the news channels are reporting on it. You know, John Stewart's making fun of CNN because, you know, CNN, whatever. But then Fox News takes the cake because they somehow, I don't know, they, they, they couldn't even prove it after where they got this information. They somehow got some information that linked it to to al-qaeda and terrorist <laughs> activities yeah. it makes no it makes no fucking sense so they were actually like possible link with terrorist activities you know what it turned out to be some kid like was playing with matches or something <laughs> this is so stupid and yeah, later yeah. on fox is like oh it turns out that some kid played with matches they didn't apologize yeah, yeah, for saying yeah, yeah. it was terrorist but, they, they, didn't, they, were, they didn't explain they were, how the hell like they probably some some stupid idiot in the states probably wrote like okay a possible okay terrorists might possibly you know set stuff on fire yeah and then fox news is like oh 
stuff's on fire. T- terrorists. Terrorists. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know? It's like, they, they, weren't, they weren't like the gracious ETC podcasters who apologize for any mistake they make. In the no, past. no, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> okay, so we're coming to a close here on this double fat episode. I want to yeah. thank you guys for actually listening to us for over an hour. That was pretty impressive. We got through that. Yeah. Uh, huge, huge thanks to M. Griner. Um, just, just gracious for letting yeah. us do that. Uh, and the last thing I want to mention is that Augustana has a new song out called Sweet and Low, and it's a really good song. Oh, cool. They got a new album coming yeah, out? Yeah, it's already out, actually. Oh. <laughs> and the new song Sweet and Low is pretty good. So do you that. have any last things to say before we leave this off? Um, Not really. Oh, go see Iron Man if you haven't. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah, Iron Man's good. Go see we'll it. have to talk about that next time. We probably. can talk about that next time so. if we ever get together again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, you've been listening to the ETC Podcast, your one-stop shop for entertainment, technology, and cars. If you have any questions or comments, email us at podcast.etc at gmail.com. But we're really trying to promote the comment section again. So go to the etcpodcast.blogspot.com, yeah. post in the comment section, and we'd be really happy to discuss stuff with you. Yeah. So that's it for this fine, fine May 8th, 2008. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you later. See ya.